Hello, howdy. It's me, I'm back. I cleaned under my bathroom cabinet this past week, and it felt like an exorcism, a clearing of the soul. And I want to tell you why. Because I threw out, I shit you not, hundreds of products. And before we get on my case about not being sustainable or ethical or what a waste or all these other things, the fact is, is I know. And the reason it was like an exorcism and spiritual is because it felt like releasing the last of being a hashtag influencer. My husband and I rarely see other adults nowadays. I pretty much spend most of my time working from home. And then so does my husband. I mean, he goes into the office slightly more than I do, but I just don't have a lot of reasons to see other humans in this world right now, which is great in a lot of other ways. But then also you start to get back into the swing of like socializing with people and you realize how awkward you are so quickly, so quickly when all you've been doing is talking to your dog and cat for the last like two years, basically. We were at someone's house having some drinks. I didn't really know anyone. And as happens when you're an adult, you start talking about things like taxes. I don't know when we crossed this threshold and stopped talking about, like, the latest Kesha album and instead started talking about our tax rate. But that's what happened. We were talking about taxes. And I mentioned how shitty it is to be taxed in California. I mean, it is. It just is shitty. It's expensive to live here in general. But if you own any kind of a business, it's, like, ridiculous living in California. The taxes are just nuts. So unless you're strategic and know how to, like, write stuff off and have, like, a tax guy and he can help you do all the finances, whatever. We got onto that topic. The thing is, is I try not to admit to other people that I was, is, am, ever was an influencer of sorts because I fucking hate that word. I cannot stand this word, influence, quote-unquote influence, because it's as if I'm, like, manipulating people And it also comes with this, like, dirty connotation, right? This, like, dirty, you're influencing people to buy shit that they don't need. Like, we all know when we say the word influencer who we're picturing. We're actually picturing me. She's definitely white. She's definitely blonde. She's definitely got a valley girl thing going on. She says like a lot like I do. We picture her. We picture me. It's my face. And not in a good way. Like, I think when people use the word influencer, it's not usually a compliment. Like, it's it's talking about someone that is dumb and makes money posting on Instagram or, I guess, now TikTok. The fact that I said Instagram really, like, dated me and aged me there. We're not talking about bloggers, not talking about content creators. We're talking about a specific type of IG model, TikToker, that type of situation. And it's because of that that I'm always so afraid to admit to anyone ever that I make money creating content. So, like, when we're at these parties with other adults that clearly have, like, really great adult jobs and they're not doing things like this, it gets weird real fast. And, like, part of that is because I can't own it myself. Like, I'm not owning it with any sense of confidence And then the other part of it is it's just actually, like, a very misunderstood thing. And I also have these weird, like, I personally am struggling with the ethics of influencing. My least favorite question to get is, what do you do? Because the first thing I'll say is I'll just, like, hide behind my corporate job. I'll kind of say, like, okay, I manage content or social media for a big brand. And hopefully that gets people off my back. (laughs) But if it doesn't get people off my back, if somehow, like, the you know, owning your own piece of a business thing comes up, it's almost like I'm weaving around trying to answer the question. I'm like, oh, I create content. And then they're like, what does that mean? 
And I'm like, well, I guess I was a blogger. And then they're like, oh, like what about? And then that's when you have to admit that it's about literally nothing, that you don't blog about anything but like handbags and outfits and like somehow you ended up making money from doing that. Having this conversation with complete strangers around a dining room table that was not my own with a black cherry margarita in my hand, it did make me sort of like look in a mirror for a moment in public. And I ended up admitting to these people like, you know, I kind of stopped doing all of that. Like I kind of set all of this aside sometime within the last two years. Like I started my blog back in maybe 2015 and was making like pretty decent money doing it by maybe 2017 or 2018 and like had started to hit what I now view as my peak because it's gone way downhill since then. But I also just kind of stopped. Like, I don't know if it was the pandemic. I don't know what it was, but I just started to realize that like me writing a blog post about a handbag wasn't exactly feeding my soul. I haven't posted on YouTube in seven months. I haven't posted on the blog since... I think I hired people to write for it in November, so I probably myself haven't written on it since last October. And I don't know. I thought I would, like, miss it more than I did. I thought I would think about it and feel bad about it and feel guilty and I don't know. I guess I thought I loved it. And then when you walk away from something for a moment, it makes you question if you want to come back. The reason why cleaning out my bathroom cabinet was cathartic because it was like, it was like the personification of everything I've been feeling. Like taking all of these PR samples that I'd been sent over the weeks or months or years or whatever and like throwing them into a bag symbolically was just, it was taking out the trash. Like it was taking out the trash of all of the waste from brands and like it's just... It was kind of horrifying, to be honest. And so many of those products had expired. The ones that hadn't, like, I stuffed into a different bag, and I'll see if my mom wants to mess around with some of those. But the reality is, is, like, there's just so much crap that influencers and bloggers and content creators are sent by brands that there's no way to consume it all. There's no way to use it all. And, yeah, you might, you know, quote-unquote, genuinely love everything you've been given. But, like you're going to have to get rid of it. Otherwise, you're going to be drowning in product. And that's gross to me. Like, it was gross. It was disgusting. And I hated reaching under my bathroom counter for, like, my skincare in the morning and going, oh, God, I have eight moisturizers. Like, no woman needs eight moisturizers. No human needs eight moisturizers. You just don't. So to, like, throw it all out and just have one, there was something so cleansing about just just throwing it all away and taking out the trash. And now I can open that cabinet and have only what I need and nothing more. I'm not really sure how other influencers are doing it. And I struggle to bring it up with anyone because it almost makes it seem like I'm putting myself on top of this hill. I'm on my high horse, I'm on my pedestal, and I'm like talking down to the rest of the people doing this as a career. And the truth is I just don't really give a shit what other people do. Like, that's the reality. I spend so little time giving a shit to analyze, like, what other people choose to do with their life. So I don't care. Like, if that's what lights your fire and what makes you happy and what makes you money and whatever else, like, go for it. Do it. But I don't know how people are doing it and not feeling like an ounce of the ickiness that I was feeling. 
like an ounce of being wasteful or feeling like you're recommending shit to people that they like genuinely don't need or the fact that we're talking about things like handbags when there's like all these crazy things going on in the world and not that we all need to be news channels and doing depressing things all the time but or not even depressing things just you know hard-hitting topics all the time but it's just I found it really difficult to keep posting about like skincare and handbags when I just feel like there are larger issues happening and I don't know how to reconcile the two. So like all of this, the ethics of all of it to me felt really complicated and made me stop creating content. The not nice way to phrase it is I felt like a billboard, like the clothing I was getting sent or the skincare I was getting sent or the makeup I was getting sent, the things I was getting paid to talk about. Like at some point you realize you're becoming an advertorial you are a giant billboard for all of these things that you're supposed to be selling to other people, most of which they don't really need in order to be happy. I just think if I'm not proud to tell people at a socializing event what it is I do, then I probably should stop doing it. And that was the moment I had sipping my black cherry margarita was I sat there and realized, oh, God, I did make the right call because... <laughs> Because I'm embarrassed to describe to people what it is I used to do and sometimes still do. I also have to say that I don't think being a content creator or influencer or whatever we're going to call it, I really don't think that was doing my self-esteem any favors either. Imagine comparing yourself to everyone and not just everyone you know in your life, like your coworker that's ridiculously pretty and makes you feel insecure or your sibling who you're constantly in competition with. I'm talking about everyone, everyone on the planet, because your job is to be that billboard and advertise things. And so how else do you do that? You have to look prettier, look better, look skinnier, look cooler, say more interesting things. It's like dance monkey, dance. And then everything you do is under a microscope, like a ridiculously fine, hundred times magnification microscope. Everything I did was criticized, not just by myself, and I'm already my worst critic, and not by anyone that, in theory, like, I should care about that opinion. Like, when you actually think about the things you do in your life and who you should give a shit that thinks something about it, it should be, like, your family, your close friends, your partner. But if your job is to be online all the time and have an online presence— Suddenly, you've got all of these opinions that I don't even know if you could call them unsolicited because it was you that chose to live your life online. So you're kind of like asking for that feedback, right? Or like, I don't know where the boundary is there. And I clearly wasn't good at having them because for every, you know, 50 nice comments, I would see something kind of nasty. And that would fuck with me. Like, it would fuck with my self-esteem. It would make me question what I was doing and why I was doing it. And even the ones that were well-intentioned sometimes left me you know, wondering if I knew where my compass pointed. Like, I don't know where North is because North should be what I believe and what I feel and the strategies that I feel I should make. But I've got all these other voices that are in my head confusing me about what it is I even want to do or, or what I do believe in or what I do think. And then there's how you feel you have to look all the time. Like, almost feeling like you needed to have outfits or be dressed up or I can't film a YouTube video today because, ugh, that means I would have to put on makeup for the day. 
And maybe if you're somebody that like enjoys all of this stuff, which I'm not saying I hated all of it, but it's it there is a certain level of like feeling like you have to be presentable enough to be the influencer. You have to put on the influencer outfit and the influencer face to sit down and film the influencer YouTube video about your 2019 handbag collection. So it's sort of like this big vapid like hurricane where you feel like you're projecting out into the world all of these images of what you own and what you look like and how good you feel or whatever whatever else. So even when I thought I was being one of the authentic ones, one of the ones that was, you know, talking about not just the handbags and was pointing out some of the issues happening or was being honest about the way I felt or I didn't take all of the brand deals I could, I wasn't a sellout. Like, I don't think I did any of those things wrong. I still felt hollow and I still felt like I was having to play this part or play this role and constantly compare myself to others and, you know, edit my zits out of photos. I was never the person that stretched myself. Like, I didn't make myself look thinner or anything. But yeah, I sure as hell, like, blurred out my skin and got rid, I got rid of zits and I got rid of dark circles. And, like, I just don't want to be the person that feels like they have to do that. I also don't want to miss experiences because I'm working. So, like, there were a lot of times I got to do really cool things, like stay in really cool hotels that were comped in order to, like, write a review about that hotel or something. And there were so many times I felt like I wasn't able to enjoy that experience in a relaxing way because it was work. And that's something that I know for a fact a lot of people in my life did not understand And I'm thankful I had a partner who could understand it because, you know, he would show up to something like that and know that, like, okay, (laughs) you're going to have to take my picture. (laughs) Like, we're working here, honey. We'll, We'll find time to relax, but I need to get pictures of everything. I need to film everything. I need to record everything. So that means that I have to look a certain way. And then, like, we have to spend a certain amount of time in this room just creating content. And it is a job. It is work. And it's actually a very hard job to do. So I'm not ragging on the industry as a whole or people who do it because like I've been there and I know how much work it is. But yeah, I have I had a hard time reconciling the ethics of it, how unsustainable it felt, and how it was making me feel as a person. I don't know where I'm going to go with all of it to be honest, but I do know that I've quit what I think I've quit. <laughs> I think I've quit being an influencer. I I don't want to work with brands anymore. Uh, there's very few of them I do want to work with. Like I would, I would probably shoot my left foot to work with Taylor Guitars. That would be a big one. I would do that, or I would want to work with maybe like something to do with writing. Or I would want to work with. I do like working with Everlane. That is one brand I enjoy working with. Although even that, like I'll get some. You know, I'll get some people that say. Can you even really be sustainable if you're working with Everlane because they're not a perfect company either? Like, the thing is, is I'm not going to be a martyr for any brand I work with. Like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not, I can't be held responsible for everything a brand does. And no influencer can, to be honest. No content creator can take responsibility for all of it. I think we can all try and do our best and try to work with brands that are doing their best. And yeah, even even though Everlane is one of those ones that I, I still quote unquote work with a lot now, the truth is is I don't get paid by them. Like I work with them in a you know PR sample capacity. 
So yeah, I'm still on their PR list. I'm still on the Elemis PR list. And that is it. Like I literally don't get PR from anyone else anymore. And I was on a lot of lists for a while and working with a lot of brands. And I'm down to two. And that's it. Those are the only brands that I'll take stuff from anymore. Unless Taylor Guitars wants to call me, and then you can call me. Or Gibson. Really, most guitar brands, if you want to give me a call, I would love to have a conversation. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to, I don't really want to be, I guess, beholden to brands is the way I would phrase it. Because I do think when you're somebody where the majority of your income comes from being paid by a brand, you're one again, a little bit of a mouthpiece. I know that sounds mean. So if this is like your career, I'm so sorry. It really, it's nothing against, it really is nothing against you. Like do what works for you. It just doesn't work for me to be like a mouthpiece for a brand. I can't do it. Not all the time anyway. I would have to have it be like a very small percentage of my total content to make that feel okay for me as a person. And that's just me as a person. So there's like that piece of it. The other thing is like, then it makes me feel like the majority of my income is not in my hands. Like I can't control the amount of brand deals I get. I can send out a lot of pitches. I can try and negotiate. But at the end of the day, like let's take it back. <laughs> Throwback March 2020 when all of the brand deals died and dried up because there was a pandemic and nobody could predict it. Like no one could predict that nobody would be out buying things and brands don't want to spend money on advertising because it's being drowned out by the noise of news about coronavirus. So you know, influencers couldn't predict that. And if your the majority of your income came from working with brands, you were fucked. This is why even if I don't want to do this for a living necessarily anymore, maybe I do. I just don't know what it looks like yet. But if I don't want to work with brands for a living, I can still admit it's really hard because you're not in control of that. You're not getting a steady paycheck every two weeks. So it's sort of like this risk-reward thing of like, do you want the stability and the comfort that comes with something more formal, something corporate, something more traditional? Or do you want to do your own thing and have cool experiences, but that's also going to come with like all this risk of not knowing if you're ever going to get paid regularly or make enough money, or maybe you'll have to work with brands that, you know, I hate to say it, kids. I know we all say that we're authentic and we don't ever work with brands we don't believe in, but like... Uh, is that always, I, I want to challenge the influencers in the room. Like, is it always true? Or have you maybe sometimes, you know, negotiated with people who were kind of a pain in the ass, or maybe, you know, you wouldn't want to work with them under normal circumstances, but they're offering you 20 grand. So like, you're going to take the 20 grand. The question I've kind of been asking myself lately is, is Blondes and Bagels dead? I did rebrand my YouTube to just like be my name. And I do have my website that's just my name. And that's it. I haven't like really been creating content anywhere. My Instagram has stayed the same. It's still the Blondes and Bagels handle. But yeah, I've just kind of like slowly, quietly to myself been asking if Blondes and Bagels is dead because I don't know. I don't know what it would be about anymore. And and maybe it would just be about whatever's interesting to me in the moment. But then at that point, like, why not just go by your name, I guess? I don't know. I've got a lot of strategic things to sort out, but I don't think I want to quote-unquote influence in the way I used to. Like, I don't I don't want to work with all of the brands in the same way I did. I would like to maybe do that if it felt authentic in some ways or I felt like I really could add value for something maybe. But I don't know. 
I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm not making any impulsive decisions here. Not that I'm like an impulsive decision maker in general. Although I feel like some people in my life think that I am because all by the time I like present an idea to somebody like, oh, hey, I would like to go get a tattoo. I've already thought about it for six months or more, maybe a year, six years. And it took me like that long to admit it to someone else that I wanted to do it. And so then I immediately go do it before I could like talk myself back off the ledge. So I'm not really like an impulsive person in general, but I'm really not being an impulsive person here. I, I haven't shut down anything. I'm still thinking through what it is I want to do with all of it. But yeah, there's a piece of me that wonders like, am I being lazy? Because I would just prefer to read a book or prefer to play guitar, would prefer to write or do other things or just spend time with people maybe instead of being this content creator who's I don't know, constantly creating content and like not really able to be present in the moment because I'm trying to capture everything or, you know, oh, I can't, I'm busy because I'm writing a blog post or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like, I just worry sometimes that I'm I'm getting lazy or walking away from this big thing that I built. I think people change, they evolve. We discover new things we might want to do. Like, the concept that people could have one career for their whole life is mind-blowing to me. And that is my husband. That is, like, 100% my husband. And I, I envy it because he's—I I think he's happy. Like, I think he genuinely enjoys what he does or, or like, definitely loves who he works with and has, like, a sense of belonging and, and feels like it makes sense. Like, that, like, his path makes sense for him. Meanwhile, I'm over here and it's almost like every couple of years, I feel like I need some sort of variety or rotation. And yeah, so that might mean that I like start something and then don't quote unquote finish it. The truth is I don't know who I am. When I get this question from now on about what do you do, I think I'm just going to say I'm a marketer. Maybe I'm a content creator. Maybe I'll continue to hide behind my day job. I don't know what I'll tell people. I'll figure it out over time. And I don't know what's going to happen with all this stuff I've created, but what I do know is cleaning out my bathroom cabinet felt really fucking good. It felt good to throw out symbolically and physically the things I don't feel like I need anymore and the evidence of the person I used to be. And whatever you do, I hope it makes you happy and makes you feel like you're proud to tell people about it that you're proud to go to some social event and tell people what it is you do and feel like really excited to tell them about it, whatever that ends up being. That's all the rambling I have for you today. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. 